Hello everyone. Welcome to this episode of Personae Extraordinaire. Through this interview series, I'm attempting to profile people who've made an extraordinary impact in their respective fields to engage and uplift others and help them be the best versions of themselves. I'm humbled and honored today to introduce to you Ms. Rina Gupta, an incredible individual who has made some truly ex- extraordinary work in the field of disability management and advocacy over, over the last several decades. Rina Gupta is a clinical psychologist and a certified educational therapist. She is the founding director of the Office of Learning Support at Ashoka University. She founded this office in 2016 to support students with disabilities and other neurodiverse needs such as dyslexia. She's focused on expanding the scope of neurodiversity and disability management in higher education in, in India and has created several collaboration opportunities with schools, universities and foundations that promote inclusion in the institutions. She is also working with regulatory bodies to establish policy frameworks for disability management in the higher education system in India. She firmly believes that disability inequity is central to achieving quality education for all learners, for them to harness their full potential. Welcome, ma'am. It's amazing to have you here. Thank you so much, Zen. Thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure and it's an honor too. Honestly, it's it's. It, I do feel that it's an honor to talk to you today. So I look forward to our discussion. Thank you. So to start with, what is a fun fact about yourself? This can be a favorite animal, food, hobby, or anything else. Well, that's a great way to start the conversation. Um, <clears throat> fun fact. Well. Um, then my day starts with and ends with talking with plants. So I am a complete plant lover. If you come to my house, you will see it's like a nursery in my house. Uh, besides that, I love to I love to uh, listen to music and maybe sometimes dance. Uh, but yeah, so these three are my hobbies, and I love to spend my day, you know, with these three. What wonderful hobbies, Rina, ma'am. And if I may say so, they're a double blessing as they both help heal the body and mind, as well as make one a more culturally advanced and well-rounded person. So it's really rare that career paths follow a straight line from where they began to where they are now. Could you please share a little bit about your own journey? Who or what was your inspiration and some interesting experiences along the way that shaped you as a person? Uh, you're absolutely right, Sen. Uh, I, as, as a career, yes, uh, you know, I have also shifted from one uh, field to the other. I actually was a textile designer and it just so happened and, you know, uh, I got this opportunity to understand and learn and uh, also, uh, you know, uh, uh, give my remediation and uh, assessment services for students with learning disabilities. Uh, so I got into this education field in the special education and over these years, over the last 20 years, it's been 20 years now then, over the 20 years, I can't tell you the number of people who have shaped my life. You know, it has been an incredible journey where 
people from all walks of life have come in and uh, you know my based on my work with them i have i i feel that i am a completely transformed person now and uh, one one group of people who i feel have really 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 made a difference to my life is the student body students with whom i have worked students whom i interact with not only at college levels and it has been at school level also and i feel that you know every time with any age group that i work with especially with the school kids i have felt like it's me talk, teaching to myself it has been extremely i mean it's been an amazing experience working with the students so they are the ones who have shaped my life uh, it has made me a better person i know that how i started looking at uh, you know individual differences this is something that i talk about every time in fact uh, understanding individual differences came into my life only when i got into learning disabilities got into understanding learning disabilities i got into educational therapy when i was in the us so uh, yeah i think uh, many people have shaped my life uh, and students are the students are at the top there in my list Thank you so much, Rina, ma'am. You make a very, very strong case for listening to one's gut and following one's heart. I am hugely impressed by how you've managed to in- integrate different learnings from various stints across your career to grow as an individual as well as a professional. And as always, hearing of other successes and how destiny plays a huge part in it all makes one very hopeful and positive. Um, so you're a very celebrated dis- uh, disability management leader associated with Ashoka University, which is one of the crown jewels in the Indian higher education system. In your line of work, you deal with youth very closely every single day, perhaps at a little too close. So in what way do you think the pandemic has affected students with disabilities in or outside Ashoka? a uh, pandemic has been uh, has been the uh, a pivotal point in in understanding and the visibility of of disability then uh, i if you if you observed over the over the last two years i mean i mean the pandemic years people started understanding the needs of people with disabilities it is not that the you know people were not there were no movements before the pandemic uh, happened people were asking it's for decades people were trying to get the attention to the needs of people with disabilities but it was only during the pandemic years that it came became more visible and it was only mainly because people with no disability got affected by the pandemic their learning got affected so in that process people with disabilities also got the attention now uh, i would say that you know some some people with disabilities of course it it was a difficult you know time for everyone it was more so for people with disabilities because of lack of resources for them especially when they were uh, you know uh, they were bound to be at, at their homes but what i hear from some 
people with some kind of disabilities it worked for them for some people it it was socially less anxiety provoking you know to be at home and be on the screens and uh, learn while not being fully visible it worked for some but it did not of course work for others so it has pandemic has had its uh, mixed you know uh, effect on people with disabilities that's what i have to say that's a very interesting perspective ma'am thinking back i do feel that amidst the issues that the pandemic has brought in its wake the leverage of technology opportunity to, opportunities to use social media platforms for social good engage seamlessly beyond borders with like minded people across the world and in general just learning and practicing values such as gratitude and kindness would definitely some of the positives as well yes yes totally agree so as founder founding director of office of learning support at ashoka university you were the driving force behind the first ever inclusion in higher education the leadership summit personally i've known you as someone who's been so passionate about introducing and implementing inclusive practices for disability management in academia and industry and in empowering people with disabilities to self advocate for the right to quality education and other resources could you tell us uh, some exciting and exemplary initiatives being undertaken at ashoka university by the office of learning support uh you know there have been quite a few but i'll talk about the the most important ones uh of course there was a there, there have been a lot of awareness and sensitization sessions that we did for the community within ashoka because that's where we started we wanted the you know ashoka i always saw ashoka community as a mini india and uh, you know if if i felt that if i could uh, sensitize and create a culture of uh, allyship and a culture of inclusion within ashoka we all together as ashoka community will be able to replicate it in some way outside ashoka too so uh, talking about the initiatives so we like i said a lot of workshops around awareness and sensitization for you know people with disabilities and when i say disability initially it was more about learning disabilities it was more about the disabilities which are invisible so that is where we started but of course slowly we took over uh, the we took the 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 idea and the concept of physical disabilities also and the awareness around those visible disabilities so um, but since like i uh, told you earlier since i had worked with the school system also quite extensively i i did understand that you know uh, for a student with disability what all it takes to survive and thrive in a higher education system right and the and the training the preparation had to has to start at school level and that is why we started a college readiness program two years back during the pandemic year so that was an, another good product that came out of the pandemic uh, we started this where we would invite all high school and middle school students with disabilities their parents the counselors special educators leaders principals from school communities 
to join this program and and understand what all a student has to prepare to be able to get into a higher education to get into a college be college ready be uh, you know future ready so this is the, this was this was extremely well received and it it continues we do this program twice in a year and uh, we'll be will be hosting our fourth one fourth edition in in january so that has been something that i feel was sorely missing in indian indian society where we did not have anything which would prepare students with disabilities at school level and prepare them for higher education so that 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 piece is being covered by the college readiness program uh, besides this we uh, we hosted a conference an international conference on dyslexia in higher education in india uh, it was of course an online conference and we had uh, you know famous personalities uh, from all over the world who attended who presented who became the keynote speakers and talked about the understanding of dyslexia because this was in 2021 last year in october uh, and besides this as you said we we also hosted the uh, a, a summit on inclusion in higher education in india that was also very well attended by many uh, dignitaries uh, you know from india within so uh, besides this lot of program that we run within ashoka community uh, so, but the, the the top 3 is what i have discussed with you i have just mentioned to you arina ma'am i have to applaud you for your foresight and effort and the commitment demonstrated by ashoka university in this regard ashoka university is without a doubt one of the stalwarts in higher education in india and without ashoka with ashoka university leading the way i'm sure many more institutions will follow suit and things can only go north from there i am very very inspired by individuals like you who dare to dream and more importantly have the courage to make those dreams a reality thank you so much for that so so neil marcus is an actor with a disability and he once said that disability is not a brave struggle or courage in the face of adversity disability is an art it's an ingenious way to live do you believe art in general is an important way to speak up speak up about the lack of accessibility and ableism why absolutely zen i i strongly believe that art and science both if combined together can make any message delivered as powerfully as it should be art definitely is the is the is one of the very powerful tools to convey any message but if that message is rooted in science that can change the narrative that will break stereotypes that will actually uh, you know convey the message in the in the most uh, you know in a most amiable way and so without offending any anybody without pointing any fingers towards anyone and uh, i strongly feel that you know if it is 
if it is conveyed I, i'll give you an example if uh, like in schools you know we, we read all these comic books all the books that we have story books i have rarely seen story books or comics you know conveying a message on disability but recently a few people have started working on on this and i have seen those books now being distributed in the school community and i see how that art how that art of storytelling at school level brings in the awareness of, you know uh, of any kinds from that uh, at that school age level how those impressionable minds can be can be made more inclusive and that of course that's the that's the that's the power of story writing that's the power of art and like i said deeply rooted into science of any concept right now we talk about disability you've really nailed it then reena ma'am i strongly believe that if we educate children and the power of differentness starting young it will come to them naturally then our collectively lived experiences will ensure that solutions to social and structural structural issues that exist today fall in place organically and if we want to start with children the only way the only way we can do so is by using the arts whether it's music dance drama or poetry we have to ensure it gets absorbed by children in simple bite sized pieces So finally could you please share some parting words of wisdom with our listeners on how we can make this world a kinder more inclusive place to live in um you know uh then when we talk about inclusion it's it's not only for disability i feel that inclusion has to be for 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 all underrepresented groups and for anybody else i strongly my message to everyone would be uh based on my experience so far what i have to say is that you know if we can be if we can be more accepting of and respectful towards individual differences i think that will make all the difference if we are able to connect with differences amongst the human community amongst humans amongst everyone then we will not need separate movements for inclusion for disability or inclusion for caste or inclusion for gender we don't need that because if we have understood the art and science behind uh individual differences and that can start from your families that can start from people who are closest to you that is where it starts and then you know inclusion is at a bigger level at a, at, at a much bigger level than fighting for or uh, you know uh, starting any movement around any one kind of an inclusion so that's my message be more accepting be be respectful towards and connect with these differences i agree 200% i 
like to thank you reena ma'am this is so enlightening and so uplifting in equal measures and i look forward to partnering with you and ashoka university in your many dei related initiatives that you spoke of to do my part in spreading the sunshine on such an important topic thank you so yes. much once again i look forward to having you on ashoka campus one day very soon i will be sending you an invite for that thank you so much fam <laughs> all right great great talking with you